Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the RAC podcast, the Welsh Regional Rugby Appreciation Pod, where we try to cover all the important issues on and off the field in Welsh regional and national rugby. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, all of that information is at the end, so you'll just have to bear with us and get to that bit. In the meantime, enjoy this week's show. Hello and welcome once again to the RAP podcast. Joining me, as always, is one from each region. So I've got Jamie, Reese, and Carmen with me this week. How are we, gents? Very well. Bonsoir. 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 You can tell we've had a good weekend. Everybody's won this weekend. Everybody's smiling. Yeah. So. Before we crack, it's like Christmas, isn't it? Everybody's happy. So before we crack on with the jollities, let's let's get the admin out the way because um, I had a couple of questions last uh, over the last couple of weeks about, you know, do we really drink, you know, or are we just pretending to drink because you know to be cool? I go, no, 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 we're we're genuinely. Um, having a decent uh, pint like, you know. So um, who's got what this week? Who, where should we start? Uh, uh, let's, let's start with Carwin then. Go on, Car. I'm, I'm still on the San Miguel, to be honest, boys. I was debating a cup of tea, um, purely because I had a few sherbets yesterday. And I thought, no, I'm going to have a San Miguel because I'm not working tomorrow. So happy days. Uh, happy nice days. Happy cheers. Days. Or, cheers, or as they say in French, salut. <laughs> I don't think it's possible, but I think he's going to have a crack at it, mate. Uh, Reese, well, what have you got this week, mate? I've got a, a Glamorgan Brewing Company made in San Tristan, but um, a few history buffs from your end, uh, Jemima's Pitchfork on Jemima Nichols, isn't it? Who, uh, oh, yeah. Who ca- yeah. Captured the 12 Frenchmen on the last invasion of Britain, mate. Eh? We're talking about the French Jemima. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bottle of that a while ago. It's really nice. Yeah, really, really nice. It's got citrus in it, but I can't taste any of that, but it's a really nice beer. Yeah. 
citrus bollocks it is. Jake, <laughs> uh, nice. well, what have you got, mate? I'm excited about this one because I got a brand new. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before Jamie starts, let's go round the table. What fancy fucking weird shit do we think Jamie's got this week? I think <laughs> he's got passion fruit this week. I, I, I don't know. I think he's got like a, a pink can with like some blue, <laughs> sh- so some blue shit in it. I don't know. You're right on blue shit. <laughs> you can't have it, right? Oh, God. That's a turn <laughs> <laughs> no, What have you right. what have got? So it's the brand new one from Tiny Rebel. This is Primed. And oh, I don't know if you've that's... seen, um, it's a take on the Prime Energy drink that's uh, currently okay. sweeping the nation. Um, you've probably seen in the news, there were grown adults yeah. fighting amongst each other in supermarkets. In yeah. yeah, and paying stupid fucking prices for it on eBay is absolutely insane. So this is their take on Primed. It's a blue raspberry IPA, 5.8%. Um, and yeah, first time I've had it, it's very, very nice. Um, I bought a pack of Tiny Rebel beers, the new ones. This is one of them. And um, yeah, I, I quite like this one. This is good. So it's Tiny Rebel Primed Blue Raspberry IPA. So back, back, in my day, back in my day, it was my mad dog. Yeah, my dog. My dog, yeah, yeah, remember that. Yeah. yeah. They gave me some tiny rap. Well, I always like it when I go to the bank in town. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, my my drink of the week is um uh, a cup of tea because I've had uh, I've had a weekend of it and then I had some more last night and uh, between Christmas and finishing off the um Baileys and then a weekend of tequila cocktails. Um, yeah, I look, I've, I've got a couple of bottles of SA downstairs and I just looked at them and I went, no, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just can't do it. So, um, yeah. You feel, you're feeling a bit precious, aren't you? Oh, it's, it's, it's a cup of tea. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wuss out this week, boys, but there we go. Right, so let's do rugby then. Let's let's do the fun bits. Let's do rugby. So so before we started recording, we were kind of going through who's actually seen watch. And between all of us, we've all kind of seen every game, <laughs> but, but like nobody's seen every game. So it, it might be a little bit of ping pong as, as we go around tonight. So... um. Should we start with the? Uh, let's go in 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 the order they played. So, Scarlets first. Did anybody else see the Scarlets game or seen the highlights? Yeah, no. all the highlights. Yes. That was it. I saw the game. Yeah, you saw the game. Like, <laughs> okay. So, what did you boys make of it? I th- I thought the cheetahs looked like a side different to the last time. They looked like they'd been together and played together a bit more now. Uh, they had a bit more about them, and I think uh, well. They gave you a bit of a scare, didn't they, when they went ahead? Uh, mm. We came back from 10, was it 10 3 down? We had um, Tupelo sent off, uh, and they looked in the ascendancy, didn't they? But fair play, the Scarlets came back, they've got a target. Uh, uh, Ken Owens again, um, special mention in dispatches, and um, a great effort by the front five. Uh, and the handling towards the end for that McNichol try was ridiculous. Like it was the. the mm. The whole defence right up in their faces, and everybody just—they looked like they were on the training pad deck. So that was great. Yeah. So three, three offloads, wasn't it? Three offloads out of the tackle. It was, um, it, it was quite nice to watch him in, in patches, and then they like say they they were much more competitive 
than they were last time. I just, uh, there were a couple of scary men. It felt like we should have been further ahead because we had a lot of the play and we just didn't kind of, we didn't finish the way you'd kind of expect us to, which was a bit disappointing. Um, but let's say a win's a win. You know, you can only, you can only beat what's in front of you. And we did. So we're still unbeaten in 2023, which, you know, I can, I'll live with that one. That's quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we qualified uh, top of the group for, for well, no, we qualified for the home win, uh, uh, home fixture, but it'll be uh, top or second. So first and second get home fixtures against bottom fifth and sixth or something like that, isn't it? So, yeah, it, it was it was nice in the end, but we made hard work of it. We 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 should have kind of put that away a lot sooner. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought two Pelotu played really well. You were saying a couple of weeks ago, James, that you know you're not seen. Well, you're online favourite. Yeah, but <laughs> they love him, don't they? The online, they love him. He's he's really starting to actually show what the fuss is about now. You know, he he's had a couple of barnstorming runs. Um, Decent tackling, decent in defence. Uh, you know, is a yellow card, which fair enough. You know, that, that, that wasn't a decent tackle. <laughs> well, no, but yeah. the guy jumped. Do you see the height of the guy that was jumping? I mean, mm. he hit him in the head with his knee. I mean, the guy needs to do high jump or something because that was a that was a, a hell of a yeah. That was a yellow card, wasn't it? And you know, you can't argue that that's fair enough because. And I thought the referee, the whole referee team actually did really well. She explained it really well. She said, you've got a duty of care with the man in the air. Um, And that's why it's a a card. But the guy's six foot off the floor. You know, he's running forward. You're running forward. You know, it's it's not like it's a, a high contact or anything like that. So there's your mitigation. And it was common sense more than anything. You know, if you're... If you're running into a line out, it wasn't even his ball. It was um Dan Davis's ball was five meters to his left, you know. So he was he was looking at Dan Davis, and the next thing he's got a guy coming at him with his, his knee in his face. So he couldn't really do much to you know, there was no reaction time or anything. So I thought yellow card was, you know, fair uh, uh, on that one. But you know, the rest of the game, um yeah. It's it's one of those things that we we do some really good stuff and then we just boards it up every now and again. But yeah, and to be fair to the cheaters, they they they, they caused you some problems, didn't they? Like the mm. the tries came from you know sort of breaking you down. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, the way you came back towards the end showed a lot of character, didn't it? Don't be yeah, and it's probably character that we didn't have at the start of the season. At the start mm. of the season, we you know we were a bit light hearted. We just weren't kind of gritty enough and um, you can kind of see it there now that that, that grit is starting to, to build um, I, when I Jones know. back on the park and, a, and a, I think yeah. he was on five minutes and got a, got a jackal yeah got a turnover some decent tackles um, held up well in the scrum he's put a couple of pounds on since he's been off he's, he's had a couple of boxes of quality street over Christmas I think but yeah, it's just good to see players like that coming back. Um, you know, if Samson Lee ever comes back, that'll be lovely as well. But, 
we're all pretty much resigned to the fact that you know we're never going to see Samson Lee on a pitch again. Um, but it's good to have Win Jones back. Um, Costello did okay when he came on. He dropped a couple of balls, but then he had two turnovers straight after. So, you know, there's lots of positives coming out of it, and and there weren't many positives coming out at the start of the season. So it feels like we're we're heading in the right direction again. I look at the end of the day, a win's a win, isn't it? You know, yeah. it, it wasn't pretty. It was scrappy. I think I predicted a 15-point win for the Scarlets on the last part, and I'm not going to lie. I thought the Scarlets were going to wipe the floor with the Cheetahs. I expected them to. They didn't. They struggled. But what matters? They got the win. They're in complete control of that pool. And that's, you know, all that matters at the end of the day. It is a case of job done, isn't it? But I tell you what was mm. nice. I don't know if you saw it. Um, it was an all-female officiating team. Yeah, which I thought was really nice and actually a step forward for the game. And I thought that was a really nice touch, mm. personally, you know. And and they all did very well. You know, they, yeah. they, there wasn't really anything there that was particularly controversial. And I think the way um, female referees explain stuff to men is, is better. And no, yeah, I say this every week, but nobody can explain to a prop what's going on in a scrum. You know, you can't. You, there is just, it's the pressures are too much. It's, it's a confusing. Yeah. So when she's saying, when she's talking to the props and telling them, you know, I need you to keep your shoulders above your hips and I need you to keep your hips strong. So I, I need you to present me with a picture that shows you going forward, not going down. And I, I've never heard uh, um, a referee actually explain to a prop what you know as a referee this I'll is do it properly. For. Yeah. Yeah. But what she's looking for, isn't it? What she's looking to see. Exactly. Yeah. What she's looking to see. Yeah. That's good. It's good. Credit to Ollie Davidson. She's a very good ref actually, Ollie Davidson. Yeah. She is. She is very good. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that come in more often. Um just mm-hmm. not like as a, and, and it, it should. It should. Yeah, it's not a gimmick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like a, you know we got a fancy game. It's not a barbarians game where it's all about let's have a bit of fun. Proper full on game. It just happens to be that we got an all female officiating team, and bang, yeah, long may it last. So, yeah, enjoyed it. I had to watch it on replay, but um, enjoyed it for what it was. And uh, fingers crossed, we can do the job properly again. Next week, just was, uh, like I think, like uh, Jonathan Davis is coming back to a bit of form as well, just before the Six Nations. I think the past couple yeah. of games you know, against that, that's true, yeah. and, and in this game, sort of thing, he's showing like defensively, uh, he sort of seems to be back, he's taking the ball up uh, really well and intelligently. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think he had a really good game. I think so many people have been saying to him for so long, um, you know, how. Are you going to get back in a whale squad? You know, how is it affecting you? This, that, and the other. And then he got, I think it was after the Cardiff game, where they said, Oh, you know, Warren Gatlin was watching in the stands. What did you think? And he said, It doesn't bother me. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm playing for the Scarlets. And, and I think he's re found that, that love of the club. Do you know what I mean? I know he's always had it because, you know, off the field and when he's training and this, that, and the other. He, he's proper, you know, cut him in half and he's red. He, he's... Well, like, like they say, you know, form is temporary, class is permanent, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's very, I it's very he's, simple. He's he's really starting to regain. I don't think he'll he'll go back into the into the Wales squad, but for, from a Scarlet's point of view, you know, I think it's 
It's excellent because he's having a great effect on someone like Joe Roberts. You know, Joe Roberts had another fantastic game. He he's really looking. He, he at the end of last season, he was really looking like a a, a player that was going to dominate the future. And then he had a nasty injury. He's had two games back from that injury, and he's he is all over the place. He's fantastic. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Nice one. We can uh, we can move on. Absolutely. So, Before we like on the dragons, so obviously we're moving on to dragons. Can I just give a shout out to um, Ollie Griffiths? I was gutted to see him come off the park. All the injuries he's had, and then bang, I think it was twenty minutes in, and he's come off injured again. I mean, that must be heart wrenching for the guy. Absolutely heart wrenching. But anyway, I'll let, well. yeah. But like you know, I'll let Jamie talk talk the talk about the dragons, and uh, we'll join in. Yeah, so look, we said last week, didn't we, on the pod, the Dragons had to get something from this game if they had any hope of getting through to the knockout stages. And we got off to the worst possible start. Um, it was very Dragons-y, a try conceded in the first five minutes. And, you know, you're thinking, here we go again, you know. But um, full credit, they fought back very well. I thought we responded pretty good. And mm-hmm. you know, it's not easy to win in France, you know. And it doesn't matter whether it's Challenge Cup, whether it's... Uh, Champions Cup, whether it's a full strength team or not, it's it's very difficult to go out in France and to get the job done. And it wasn't easy, you know. It was tense. Um, I didn't enjoy the game whatsoever. There was people messaging me saying, "Oh, what a good game it was!" I couldn't enjoy it. I only enjoyed the final whistle because I knew we'd won and it was over. But uh, uh, it, it was just too tight and tense for my liking. So you know, a lot of players stepped up. Um, I thought George Knott was brilliant, absolutely fantastic. I've, I read a stat that he, he stole five lineups. He, um, he was superb. He was superb. He worked his absolute bollocks off. He was brilliant. But uh, what annoyed me, though, because, you know, last week I talked about, you know, players getting man the match from the losing team. Well, obviously, George Knott was fantastic, right? And I'm thinking, he's got to be man of the match here. French commentators, of course, give it to a pole player, didn't they? They gave it to the <laughs> young lock. They gave it to a well And to be fair, yeah, he was good in the loose. You know, he carried and tackled well. But Poe's line-out success was something like 71 72%. So he gave it to them, I don't know. But uh, he was robbed, George Knott, because he was absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, full credit, you know, a lot, a lot of players stepped out. I thought Will Reed, a fly-off, young fly-off, I thought he pulled the strings really well. I thought Tate Basham, he's put his hand up for Wales selection. I mean, we're obviously recording this before the Wales squad gets announced, but if he gets called up for the Wales squad, I wouldn't be surprised because I think, you know, we had a really good game. Um, um I'm afraid to say the scrum was an absolute disaster again. Um, it really is a big problem for the Dragons. What Watching them scrum, it's just making my eyes bleed, you know, because we're playing the same front five for the past few games now, and we're getting absolutely slaughtered. It was painful viewing. It really was. Um, we had no platform whatsoever. We basically won without any sort of functioning scrum, which is quite impressive when you think about it. I think, I but, think you're, uh, really missing, uh, you're really missing Will Rowlands for a start. I think that's a, yeah. I think it's a huge loss. Yeah, I mean, you know, losing Cart and Rowlands killed us. and um, But the front row is really struggling at the moment. And I, it's a difficult situation because Lloyd Fairbrother is on bereavement leave at the moment. And we don't know what's happening with Leon Brown. You know, they keep saying we're not rushing him, we're not rushing him. I mean, you know, they're sticking to their word, and they? I mean, I don't know when he's going to come back. But, um, yeah, I'm just pleased we won. You know, that's all I wanted was to win. 
I'd rather us win ugly than lose pretty. And I think sometimes the Dragons are good at losing pretty and they don't do enough gritty, hard-earned wins. You know, I, I like to see us gritted out a little bit. But I think what pleased me most about that game was the youngsters that came on at the end. We closed out the game. With, with you know, we had a lot of youngsters in our squad. You know, Shea Hope, the scrum half, he's only 19. Brody Cogman, the hooker, he's 22. Luke Yendel, tight head, he's only 22. Josh Reynolds, 24. Ben Carter came off. He's made his return from injury. And, you know, Carter's been around for a little while now, but we forget how young he is. He's only 21, yeah, yeah. Ben Carter. You know, yeah, we and forget it's, it's promising. It's promising for the Dragons' future, yeah. to be honest. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I was delighted with the win. Um it's job done now. We, we, we got a really good shot of making the knockouts. First win since October. First win in Europe for three years, I believe. So, um, yeah, it was it was just, it was relief. You know, it wasn't pretty. It was nervy. It was tight. It was tense. I didn't enjoy it one bit. But we got the job done. And that's all that matters, isn't it? Yeah, I say Dyfana would be pretty happy. You'll have to find a new set of metaphors now, isn't it? Like, shit, the better... <laughs> Well, they'll still do that. Ones to crack on with. No, well, yeah, but they'll still shit the bed at some stage. But what I want to do, just before I wrap up on this, I want to give a shout out to um, Matt O'Brien. So I don't know if you saw this story. So Matt O'Brien um, was part of the Dragons coaching team out in Poe. And they got a chartered flight back after the game. He went straight into the Newport team the next day. They were playing in Cardiff at the Arms Park. And he scored a drop goal in the dying seconds to break Cardiff Hearts. I mean, it was wonderful. It's a terrific story. <laughs> it really was Love glorious. It. Stop a fair play to the guy, you know, to go yeah, out there. Yeah, it was like fantastic. Like, oh, I, I didn't and that drop the goal, <laughs> the drop goal, right? And, and I'm not even exaggerating. Any fly half in world rugby would have been happy with that drop goal. It was fantastic. It was a brilliant way to end the game. Great story. Miles up to the side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, a, it's nice to see Cardiff Arts being broken for a change anyway. So, uh, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. Well done, Cardiff. Well done, Newport. Well done, Matt O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> right then, Reese, oh. talk to us about Cardiff yeah. Newcastle. Well, that, do you know what? Like Cardiff Newport was the first ever game I went to with my grandmother. Like, I was going to say that, like, at the Arms Park. Um, yeah, uh, well, a couple of things to pick up on, I, I think, is we played against a very poor Newcastle side. Um, a, a couple of reasons I say that is, is how badly we mauled them with a, with a lot of uh, young players in the side. Um, we... They didn't. They seemed to be clueless in attack. Uh, our defence was very good, to be fair, and we, I think we picked up a lot of ball from um, an aggressive defence. You know, um, Owen Lane's one of his, his interception try was the, the the Cardiff line coming up. If you thought uh, Falatau uh, pick up the ball in our own twenty-two, and then suddenly we were underneath their posts. Um, and I, I remember one part that when I thought like this Newcastle side isn't taking this seriously when we were getting a little bit uh we, we get a lot of penalties against us in the scrum uh they were in our 22 they had a penalty against us we had my hill already in the bin and they chose uh i, I believe it was in the bin at the time but they chose to tap and go and all through the game they've been just coming up against this defense that are just knocking them back knocking them back knocking them back and i just do not understand that decision um i'm the Cardiff side, um, you were saying about the youngsters in the Dragons, um, just picking up uh, a bit on that, like there were Mason Grady and Ben Thomas as centre. Ben Thomas now has been in the Cardiff side, settled in, uh, but he's still a he's still a youngster, and he's he's like a classy. He can play full back, he can play ten, he can play twelve. Um, 
But him and Priestland were put in uh, Mason Grady in a bit of space a lot, and he was causing you know six foot five running at that that speed um, and those angles sort of thing. Like you know, he's really causing some damage, bringing uh, taking two or three players with him. Um, we had a sort of guy, a real sideline, you know, squad player in Keenan Azarati um, uh, at tight head. Uh, and but I thought he worked his absolute socks off during the game. He really struggled at scrum time, but he made up for it around the park. Um, and we had a, a really classy looking back row: Josh Turnbull, Ellis Jenkins, and uh, Farrell. But I would have put a big shout out talking about young players coming through. Um, like there's obviously Zeb Davis, who's in his like uh, he's, he's not you know the youngster anymore and stuff like that. But he put a shift in uh, during this game. He was everywhere. Um, but Teddy Williams. Teddy Williams absolutely had a stormer. He's been coming on for us from the bench. This was his first start for Cardiff. Um, the Cardiff line-out since, I don't know, Christmas and before has been awful, <laughs> as, as we've all we, we mentioned on this pod before. Um, but, like, the first try came, I think, with 1 minute 30, um, and it was just it was just top class, and it was Teddy Williams uh, took the ball. He disrupted their line-out he was a ball carrier. He hit every rock and wall. Uh, he was just everywhere. He was he, um, a big shout out and uh, to the memory of his father, who uh, enjoyed watching immensely Oil Williams back in the day. Um, but yeah, so so we went out and did what we needed to do. But um, I thought it was a good first half. I thought we put some really classy things together. Um, when we got a player like uh, Reese Carey as well, we're tapping and going uh, near the try line as well, and then setting up, and then Reese Carey's coming in at an angle and just being chopped the ball to, and he goes over sort of thing. Not many people can stop him. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, and then the second half, I thought Cardiff were quite poor um, to a point sort of thing. Um, we still uh, got a few tries, um, but. When you know they they had the red card and we just I think we should have put more than forty two points on them but I'm I'm happy you know we we've uh, out of uh, three games now we got fifteen points so um yeah all round and then um just one more thing about it is uh, players like Ivan Daniel uh, came on for my hill uh, he's a twenty year old hooker uh, and did a job he, like, he he was he threw himself about the park uh, we got a Huge prop for the future, I think, in Will Davis King. He's coming through uh, nicely. It was nice to see James Botham back uh, from injury. Uh, so he came on for a bit. And um, the last try, it was nice to see Ellis Jenkins. But the last try we scored, um, Harry Millard, uh, who was a very much of a fringe player, plays a lot for the Rags. Um, uh, Ellis Jenkins picks it up and just backhands uh, the uh, two Millards in space. And Millard just, I didn't know he had that pace. He just scorches past the defence uh, 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 a try like it is. So, um, yeah, we put some really good stuff together. Uh, again, could do better. But there's another uh, some of the youngsters come through and play so well as well. Especially some of the ones that's never he started like 10 now. Happy days onwards and upwards, eh? Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, and it's, it's well, it's nice to be cheering after the past couple of games as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So you're happy? Yes, not too bad. Jamie's happy. And Lee's happy. Yeah. Yeah. Are you happy? You've been waiting for this bit, haven't you? Go on. Go on, do your bit. (laughs) We're all going to come and have another cup of tea. You crack on. 
Je, je suis euh, très <rire> happy. Mange euh... <rire> tout, mange tout. Mange tout. Bon nez. Non, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Firstly, you know, we, we came up against a huge, huge Montpellier team, which was full of class. Um, lots, you know, back and forth tries, back and forth. I, it was just, it was one of those games you just wanted to be at, you know, just the, the excitement. It, it had it all, it had it all. Um, you know, we'll talk about tips, uh, tips to try after, like, but um, I, I thought they were fantastic. It was a great game to watch. I was on the edge of my seat. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't be there. I wish I really wish I was. Um, where, where to start? I mean, the pack again were immense, absolutely immense. Didn't take a backward step. You know, like I said, we, we've got six front rowers there, and it doesn't matter who starts or finishes the game, they, they're doing the job. Absolute cracking job, you know. And then to bring on Morgan Morris there as well in the back row, uh, you know, towards the end of the game, and he has a, he has a superb uh, showing in the second half there. Uh, Reese Davis six, fantastic. You know, he, and he's a lump of a bloke, absolutely lump of a bloke. But it, it abso- worked well. It absolutely worked. You know, especially obviously given another la- you know the lineout option as well. You know, yeah. him, Beard, Alan Wynn, and Tips. You know, I don't think you can go far wrong there. Um, and I, I feel like I thought I had a really good game. Was Michael Collins? I thought he is really standing up for the Ospreys at the moment. You know, he's he's got that passion there. He is a very skillful player, and he, and he'll always be on the shoulder of someone. It doesn't matter where he is; he's always there. I thought Kai Evans was completely unnerved with the boot, which I'm really pleased about. Uh, you know, he's I, done really okay. well, isn't he, Kai Evans? He has he's got to be one of the most weeks. improved players in Welsh yeah, rugby. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then you know, Willems, I think he was lucky not to get a yellow card. Um, with the double tackle on Reese Davis, I think that was a very close call to him. Not big, not going to the bin. Um, I, I don't want to be biased, um, but I think you know, it's a ref's call. It's the TMO. They're the experts, not me. You know, but as as a as a fan, I'm like, you know, yeah, he should have had ten minutes. But um, but the game itself was absolutely breathtaking. Um, back and forth, but our pack stood up to them. The tackles were going in. They were smashing us. When camera come on, I thought, oh God, here we go. You know, it's just giving them an extra dimension as well. Um, and then when who was it? Co- uh, Corbus Reinach scored. I thought, oh, you know, I thought that's it. And I like, and it wasn't. It, there was still more to do. Oh. Like, you know, it was still more to come. Um, but tips is try. I mean, the vision from the guy. We we know he's he's got it. He's seen it before. But I also I, I want to tip my hat off to Keenan Giles because he yes, flew down that wing. And he tiptoed down that wing and dropped the ball on his foot sweetly and put it in. You know, that, that's some skill as well. Everyone's talking about tips and you know, the vision, the try, and it was a great try. But Keelan Giles, if it wasn't for him, that would have been, you know, they could even smash into touch, game over sort of thing. Um, to, to take that ball at that pace, yeah. So he's he's made, what, 15, 20 metres before he's got to that ball. The ball's bouncing all over the place. He's got maybe a foot... Uh, of space to work in, plus he's got a covering player to come across. And I counted it today. I, I, I put it on um, uh, slow motion and what have you. Inside four steps, right? He collects the ball. He readjusts his balance. He goes around the player, swaps the ball into the other hand and makes the kick. And it's a perfectly weighted kick as well. To do that, when you're coming at full pace, 
is absolutely outstanding. I, absolutely. I, I when when people were saying about Tipperick, I thought I'd looking at that with with no commentary, and I'm going, that's that. You should be excited about what Keelan Giles did, not necessarily Tipperick on that one. But as a, as a team, though. You know, I thought they were outstanding. They played for each other. They played for the fans. Um, and, you know, it's not the Warren Gatland effect. This has been coming. You know, we've all all four regions have played well this weekend. And happy days, we've all won. Um, and, you know, it could bode well going into the Six Nations. My only my only issue is, have, have we had enough players to play well enough to get into that squad where we lose so many players that we have a, a shite few weeks now you know, when it comes to playing in in the league again, um, or, or unless there is there a break between the the six nations, there was talk of having, having a break. No, you've um, got Zeb, you've got Zebra, mate. You've got Zebra oh, happy days, right? Like, so, yeah, happy days, yeah. five points. Um, but no, seriously, um, I think I think they, they, you know they, they were all superb. I was good to see Reese Webb go off. Um, I thought he was starting to go the gears, but Ruben Moore Williams, he stepped up again. He stepped up. He played he had a great game against Leinster. And he, he played fantastic uh, on on Saturday night for us. Um, and Owen Williams again, sort of steady the ship. I mean, I, I think the guy uses class, he, uh, whoever he's played for. You know, um, it said he'd be a game changer tonight. I said to you, Osprey yeah. signing a proper ten, he'd be a game changer for the Ospreys, and he's worked an absolute treat. Brilliant signing, uh, absolutely. And the fact that we're able to rotate the, the people we have in that squad now. Um, yeah, you've got Nagy, Kai Evans, full-backs there. Um, and then you've got Morgan to come in on the wing. Cuthbert, Cuthbert with two tries, you know. Happy days. Mm-hmm. Um, the squad is starting to look really settled. And it doesn't matter who... Like we brought Brad, Bradley Davis on. He hasn't played for a while. But he, he got stuck in. It didn't matter. They, they played for each other. And they came out the other side. And I thought, what a win. Just to, just to end up that Saturday night with that win and go forward... You know, I, I was looking at the table today, and we're above Montpellier, Clermont, uh, Ulster, Munster, Northampton, Sale. They're all below us. You know, have you all gone silent? No, no, we're no, just no, listening just to, to you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, Shut up, bloody <laughs> dog out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not an Osprey, is he? The dog. Well, I've got him at top. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, that table to be sitting that high up in that table. One game to go. We're going away to uh, going away to Leicester now on Friday night. Happy days. But you One still point. need a re- don't you still need a result? Out of well, they need a point. Leicester, point. They need a point. Point. They need exactly. a point. Yeah. So either yeah, a, bonus, a, be a, a losing bonus point to be enough for a try. Yeah. Uh, uh, try losing bonus point. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Carwin, here's a stat for you with Owen Williams. He started four games. They've won all four games, Osprey. Won all started. four. Absolutely. Keep and it on. Are. Keep it yeah. rolling. But uh, it was a brilliant game, though, wasn't it? And, you know, I sat there and I'm not going to lie, I really, really wanted Ospreys to win. You know, I'm happy to be, you know, parochialism aside, I really want the Ospreys to do well in this competition because Welsh rugby now, we know it's going through some difficult times and moments. It's really, it's a shot in the arm, isn't it? It's a boost to have a team. Because Challenge Cup is one thing. It's great to see us all doing well in Challenge Cup. But this is the elite competition. Mm, this yeah. is the big boys. And for Ospreys to be flying a flag in Europe, I know some fans are like, mm, but I don't care. I think it's brilliant. And I'm so glad they won. It was a brilliant game. And Justin Tipperick, I mean, that guy is superb. I mean, I don't think there's another back row in Wales who could score that try, the, the one he scored. 
It was absolutely brilliant. He is, oh, and I said this on Twitter, I did like a mini thread. He is one of the most talented back rowers Wales have ever produced and one of the most talented players the game has ever seen. And that's not yeah, that's just a fact. Player, yeah. He is yeah. so talented and he's respected around the world. And don't, you know, let's bear in mind, we got fantastic depth for the back row in Wales. We are the envy of a lot of rugby nations, real back rowers. But Justin Tipperick is something else. He can do stuff that other back rowers simply can't do. And I thought he was brilliant. You know, I had people say to me on Twitter, oh, he wasn't very good in the autumn, though, was he? Well, he wasn't fit for a start. I don't believe he was fully fit. He was rushed back. And I don't think he should have been captain either. But when he's in that form, and he's coming into good form now, the Six Nations are on the court, I think he's outstanding. He's 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 unplayable. He's brilliant. He's a cut above. He really is. Brilliant. But like I said, yeah. you know, moving forward to, to Friday night's game now, you know, we've got Leicester in Welford Road. Um, we go fully loaded to that game. Every chance we'll come away with a win. Every single chance we'll come away with a win. Yeah, they won mine, didn't they? They did, yeah. Mm. yeah. They had a very good win out in Claremont, didn't they? Um, fair oh, what, what a game that know. was. What a game that yeah. was. Yeah. But yeah, the Ospreys could do it, superb. definitely. They could do it. They got a pack to go there and take Leicester on up front. Yeah. I know we'll talk about later, but um, it's very exciting. I'm looking forward to that game, actually. I, I'm looking forward to that game. I can't wait. I can't. Mm. I, well, actually, actually, I'm working on Friday night, so I'll be having the phone down by between the legs. I'll be watching, trying not to scream out during work. <laughs> that could be taken so wrong, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my phone on vibrate between my legs, and I'm going to try not to scream out. You, you do what you do, fella. You carry on, mate. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> oh, I... uh, well, so... I'm... Let's let, no. I was going to move on to um, what's coming next, and I was, I was going to have a look at our um, predictions for last week because I've I found I've got organised and I have a spreadsheet. So uh, predictions for last week, then uh, who came top? So Carwin, you came top uh, last week. Your your About time. Yeah, your variance was 45 points, and worst was Reese. you were 63, and then... Carrying was... on that special vein of form. <laughs> but ironically, you were undone by Cardiff. <laughs> the Cardiff I know. <laughs> That's the one that really... Man. You were doing well into then, mate. But, uh, yeah. So, moving on to this week, then. Um, let's talk about... Bion and Scarlet. Um, and the good thing with this is that it's out there. It's in Bion, south of France, because yeah. I've had a look at the weather forecast and it's freezing and pissing down. So, um, yeah, an away fixture, not a not a bad thing. So, what's your predictions on uh, Scarlet and Bion for, for this week, Dan? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, is, that's, is that your deep in thought voice, is it? Well, that's my deep in mm. thought voice, yeah. <laughs> have you sorted your dog out now of your car? I have. Some, someone's trying to break in at the back, I reckon, but yeah. It's all sorted. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pretty. we can hear you. So, Bion versus Scarlet, mate. I, I don't think that Bayon are going to, they're not going to be interested in it. They're, you know, they're bottom of the table. They're fighting to stay in the league. Um, I can't see anything in it for them 
to to worth you know it's not worth putting a decent side out um and for scarlets this is our season now you know it's about development and it's about going forward the only thing that we're actually in with a chance of of doing well in is this so yeah we're going to go fully loaded so for me that's a scarlet win by 10 i'm going to go brave i'm going to go scarlets by 10 and um hope that I haven't shot myself in the foot. So, uh, who else wants to have a crack at that one? I think Bayonne are going to go for it because it's going to be in France. I think it's going to be a tough game for the Scarlets. Uh, uh, yeah, they have been playing well, but I think uh, Bayonne beat them by four points. Bayonne by four. Wanker. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, look, you've qualified already, so fuck you. Yeah, Bayon, go for it. Yeah, well, for us, it's about securing a, a um a home, a guaranteed home. Uh, if we win, if we come top, and then you're virtually guaranteed a, a home, two home fixtures if you win and stuff like that. It's it's, it's to do with playing at home more than anything. Uh, James, what's, what's your forecast, mate? What's your prediction? Yeah, I uh, I think the Scots will win quite comfortably by on the rock bottom. They got zero points. Um, what do you think? Scots will go fully loaded. I think they will. One? I think. What? Well, why mm. would we not? You know, I don't think. Well, just a bit of yeah, it's just a job done, isn't it? I, I don't know. It's. Um, I'll go for this. What did you say? Ten, didn't you? Yeah, I'll go for the yeah. same. There, Scots by ten. Okay, Scarlets by ten, and Reese. I'm going to go Scarlet's by 15. I've been looking at some of the results. Okay. So, uh, next one then is Bree and Cardiff. So, again, out in France, weather forecast is a damn sight better out in France than it is is for us. So, what are we thinking? Bree have a similar position, haven't they? They, They've got nothing to play for. So they haven't. Um, I, I, I'm a bit worried about some of the injuries starting to, to show with Cardiff. Uh, we, we did a job on Newcastle um, with some very good kids coming on um, and some youngsters that have been more established. Uh, so I, I can't see any other thing than a Cardiff victory. I, 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 it's a wooden table. I'm, uh, I'm touching the wooden table. <laughs> um but uh, no, I can't see any any other results. Uh, I, I'm going to say uh, Cardiff by fifteen. Cardiff by fifteen. That's a brave man. Good man. Uh, Carwin, <laughs> what's, is, is your does your dog want to be on the phone, mate? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking <laughs> um, John, I think. Sorry, I don't what's going on here. I'm about to. Um, yeah, so I think. Cardiff are going to have to go with a strong team, like I say, purely because the amount of injuries they've picked up over the you know the weekend or the last couple of weeks. Um, obviously, with the the playing pool they have, um, but I I think Cardiff are going to have a fairly strong team out, and I think they're going to win by about seventeen points. By seventeen, that puts your fifteen into into the shade, Reece, You know, once again, yeah. I don't feel like a proper fan. Well, look, you know, <laughs> Cardiff. In, in in this competition, they they've just brushed people aside, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think if they go the strong enough team, they'll do the same debrief. Mm. Jane, what's your thoughts? 
Yeah, I'll go for Cardiff where they breathe have been absolutely awful in this competition. They got battered 61-5 by Connacht last week. They're not going to give a toss. And I think Cardiff will go there with some momentum now and uh, an incentive to finish top of the pool. So I'll go for Cardiff by at least 15. By 15. Cool. And yeah, I, I agree with all the same sort of things. So I'm going to go Cardiff by 20. I think you're just going to run them ragged. I think it's going to be a nice, dry, open pitch and you're just going to rip them a new arsehole so yeah that's uh and it means that actually Reese, you know out of the four of us so carwin has predicted a bigger win i've predicted a bigger win and jamie was probably umming and ahhing about cardiff i'm gonna call yourself a cardiff supporter honest to god son come on sort <laughs> yourself <out. laughs> it's the cardiff mindset it's a... <laughs> so um right so Speaking of mindsets and never saying the 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 win word, Jane, what's your uh, what's your predictions for dragons and lions, mate? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, so Chris Kerwin wrote a really good article in the Argus about this. Um, if we win, we're guaranteed a home tie in the last sixteen. If we draw, we we could still get a home tie in the last sixteen. But if we lose. Um, unless it's a freak result, we're still going to qualify, but it means we'll have to go on the road. So there's a lot to play for. I expect Dragons to go strong. I expect Lions to go strong as well because, you know, they'll want to finish and try and get a, you know, high up the pool and, and get a home tie as well. Um, It'll be a humdinger. I, I, yeah. I, oh, I, he's he's I, I, about I predicting go- a win. There's, there's a little well, cogs predicting a win in the back of your brain there. I can see him, Jim. We, we, we are capable, but we haven't beaten Lions um, whenever we've played them. And I do think they'll have a little bit too much firepower. So what I think, I think Lions will edge it by three points, but I think Dragons will still go through regardless. That'll be my prediction. So Lions by three. Lions by How close were you to predicting a Dragons win, though? Very, very close, but it doesn't feel right. It's not comfortable. I don't like it. You start coming out in hives. It doesn't feel right. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Reese, uh, what's, what's your prediction, mate? Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, Lions, yeah, yeah, Lions, Lions by five, Lions by five, five, yes, five, five. Yeah. Oh, okay, Carwin, 23 all. Yep, 23 so all. We're going for a draw. Okay. Well, you've only drawn once, remember, before. So, yeah, you right, yeah, had another yeah. draw. So. Well, That's yeah, right, you, yeah. You never know. So, I, I'm going to go Dragons by five. Just purely just to kind of wind Jamie up. <laughs> Somebody's predicting a Dragons win and he just doesn't like it. And you can see it in his eyes. He's going like bastards. Uh, uh, I, I genuinely think Dragons <laughs> will have them. <laughs> no, let's hope so, it? Let's hope yeah. so. So Osprey's game is on Friday night, isn't it? It is, Am yeah. Yeah. Eight o'clock. Yeah. Okay, okay. And is it on it must be on BT then? I think it's on every channel you can watch it on, mate. That's how big a game it is. Is it on um BBC two though? I don't think it is, is it? Oh, oh, be, oh that's for CFS for C it's on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll double check. Via yeah, play as well check. and all that. Yeah, because it should be the home game 
will be uh yeah, that's an away game, isn't it? Anyway, Carwin, what's your prediction for well, Leicester Ospreys, mate? Well, like I say, it's a massive game. Um Leicester have already qualified. Um I think they've already qualified. I'm not sure if they qualified for a home match. I'm not entirely sure, however, you know, because they've qualified, it doesn't matter if they go full strength or not. We we had a hard game against them last time. Um I think if both teams are fully loaded, I think it'll be an absolute humdinger of a game. And we'll get a bit of support up there as well. I think it's gonna be a close match and I I'm going for the Ospreys by four. Ospreys by four. No, kokey. Oh, I'm on the wrong. Come one. on. <laughs> absolutely, I am absolutely buzzing. I, that would be your phone again, mate. You need well, to take it off my break. Reese, what's your what's your thoughts? Yeah, I'll go for an Ospreys win as well. I'll go for an Ospreys oh, win. Oh, yeah. come on now. <laughs> I want to do more of it now. <laughs> Ospreys by how many? Five. Five, five. Okay. Okay. Jamie, what's your uh, what's your prediction? Well, the first thing to say is they just double-checked and the game is live on SOC. So cool. that's good for those who don't have BT Sports. So it's live on SOC yeah. or BT Sport. Uh, look, Welford Road, sorry, is a very hard place to go. Um, but I really do think the Ospreys will turn up and do a job on them, especially up front. They have floundered a little bit. Uh, since Borkwith has left for England, but they did have a very good win out in Claremont in fairness. So they'll be all guns blazing. It's not going to be easy for the Ospreys, but I am going to back the Ospreys 100%. Yeah, let's go for Ospreys by seven. Oof. Ospreys by seven. Okie cokey. So, yeah. Well, it's difficult. It. Well, difficult for me. Difficult for me. So I'm going to go for a draw. <laughs> Oh, come on, where's the clean sweep? You just can't do it, can you? I just it can't. can't. There was, no. there was oh, a little bit of anything. Psychological barrier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a point, a point will be enough, though. Yeah. I, I think two points. Do you know what I think it's going to be? I think a lot of it will come down to the weather. I genuinely do. Um, I, just because... I mean, you're a very forward-orientated team. They're a very forward-orientated team. It's going to come down to one mistake either way. And with the rain and if... It, there's meant to be bloody snow forecast and all sorts of stuff. So you can never really tell which way it's it's going to go. So, um, yeah, I can't bring myself to, to say Ospreys, but draw is as... Of course you can't. Draw, draw <laughs> is, as good, is as close as it's going to get, Car. So, um, no, I'll take that. <laughs> That's basically yeah. him suggesting a win, isn't it? That's that's a, it is. Yeah. He, he wants to say it. it. He wants to. <laughs> <laughs> that's win. But he just doesn't want to say it publicly. Yeah. Boys, <laughs> hey, before we um before we wrap up, um, I just want to ask you this, see if you know. And no cheating, no looking on Google or your phones. <laughs> Obviously, all the Welsh teams won on the weekend. Yeah. Do any of you know the last time that happened when all Welsh teams won on the same oh. weekend in Europe? Yeah, I saw this this morning. Oh, it must have been about 2003. It's eight, is it <laughs> no. eight years ago? Eight years ago, something like that, was it? I have no idea. That would put it. In... It was October 2016. Blimey. How long ago? Were we all in the Challenge Cup at the same time? Um, 
I'm not sure. So on that weekend, Cardiff beat Poe, Scarlets defeated Sale, Dragons beat Breathe, and Ospreys beat Newcastle. So I don't know whether that was all by a couple challenge cups. Mm-hmm. I, I would say it'd be a mixture. But um, October 2016 was the last time all Welsh teams won in Europe, and let's hope for a repeat of this weekend. Well, what, what, I want to know what the scoreline was the week after. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't we don't need to know what, what happened the week after. We don't need to know. <laughs> to be honest, even outside of that's not just Europe, isn't it? That was the last time all all four Welsh sides won on the same weekend. You sure? Oh no, I don't think it was that long ago. No, no, no. can't have been. This is no, no, ridiculous, right. ridiculous stat. Somebody put a ridiculous stat out that there was. It's been God knows how many weeks since. All four Welsh sides have won on the same weekend. Uh, I don't think it was October 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to have to be one that we'll have to find out for next week. When was the last time all yes. four Welsh sides? Well, look, I, I'm I'm extremely excited for the, the squad announcement tomorrow. So, happy yes. days onwards and upwards. So, before we do, so we'll do another pod tomorrow for the squad announcement. But since last week, we've now got a new defence coach and a new attack coach. So, what do, I say new, because um, King has been kind of been with us before, hasn't he? Um, he yes, when in, we won in 2013. Yeah. Oh, 2017. 2017, not 13. But he, he filled in for one season, didn't he? Yeah, 2017 he was. Yeah, was it? I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was there as well. Uh, was it? Hang on now. I don't think he was. I'm so sure he was. Someone was there with Howley in 13. No. What do what it says here? He joined as Wales attack coach 2017 Six Nations. It doesn't say 2013 on the WI okay. website. So what do we make of him? What do we? Well, I I think the the defence coach is more of an interesting um, yes. appointment. In all honesty. But what what do what does everybody make of them? Well, Alex well, King, we know a lot about him anyway already, don't we? He's quite experienced. He's been with Wales before. Um, that one weren't so much of a surprise. We saw his name kept cropping up a lot. Um, Mike Forshaw's an interesting one, um, because it did look like uh, Paul Cascard was going to be taken over. And Wales Online were, you know, adamant that he was going to be the man, but obviously things have changed. He's very much in the Sean Edwards mould, isn't he? Northerner from Wigan, rugby league background. So the comparisons to Sean Edwards have been running right already. But it's a good sign, isn't it? And I think I read a start the sale conceded the least tries in the Gallagher Prem as well this season. So... um, I, I think it's a very good appointment. You know, I, I would have liked Paul Gustard, don't get me wrong. But um, on the whole, yeah, I, I think it's uh, a pretty... But the proof is in the pudding, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's see if he can so, tra- transfer league to uh, national team. Let's see if we can do that yeah. first. So well, let's it, see what happens. Have you found there's a bit more of a sense of excitement about the announcement of the, the team? Oh, yeah. and, and indeed, uh, the Six Nations as well, like, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I am personally, but like a lot of my I friends... I got a feeling it's going to be a couple of... So. It's going to be a couple of big surprises, and I think Welsh rugby, Twitter, and Facebook are going to lose their shit because Gatland always comes up with a couple of surprises. But he does this, he does now and again, Gatland. I think there's going to be a couple of big talking points. Well, I hope so, anyway, because it'll make the pod more interesting and it'll make Absolutely. things more fun. You know, well, Borthwick and Gatland, and we've seen Jones last night being a point Australia coach. I mean, oh, it's just brilliant, isn't it? Well, the World Cup great. is going to be fantastic, you know, Jones and Gatland now. 
in the I same World Cup. Oh, quarter- and Australia could meet could meet England as well in the World Cup quarterfinals. It's just brilliant. <laughs> it's rugby's going back to crazy at the moment. I love it. <laughs> yeah, happy days. There we go. Right. Okay, then, gents. We shall uh, we'll knock it on the head there. And I'll try, I'll try and get this one edited and out before we meet again tomorrow afternoon to discuss the... Uh, uh, play the... <laughs> nice one, Lee. Happy days. But, um, yeah, it might be a late one tonight and we'll we'll pop this out in the morning and then we'll do uh, uh, a bit of a shorter one for the squad announcement, Gavin's first squad announcement tomorrow afternoon. So um, all the best, boys. Enjoy your rugby and we shall see you then. Thank you for listening to this week's show. We hope you enjoyed it enough to come back next week and listen again. So please do subscribe, rate and review the pod as it really helps us on most of the platforms that we appear on. You can keep the conversation going on Twitter and Facebook by searching for us or rap. W-R-R-A-P or you can email us on welshregionalrugbypod at gmail.com We'll be back next week to do some more of the same. We hope you'll come and enjoy us and in the meantime, enjoy your rugby. Sports Social Podcast Network I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.